from Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller plays. Welcome to All in the Podcast, a weekly rewatch podcast of the 1970s classic TV show All in the Family. Today we're discussing the season one finale called Yay. The First and Last Supper. First and Last Supper. I have with me Julian Michael. What's up, everybody? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I'm uh, 6'4", I'm 165 pounds. Oh my god, Pisces. yes. Is What's your what social security number? JK. Five, five, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a comedian. I host a radio show. It's called The Mayhem and Token Show. I'm obviously token, and I'm recording a live album. By the time this is out, it'll probably already be recorded, so make sure you pick that up. It's called Insert Token. Oh, okay. You already have a title. You're already, you're already done. I'm doing, I'm, I, everything's done but the hard work. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And you're filming in Seattle. In Seattle at the Comedy Underground because, you know. It's better. L.A. crowds suck. Well, I, I, I didn't say that, but it's. I did. They don't suck. They just, they care about different things. Yeah, no, they're not there to see comedy. They're there to see a friend. Yes. And they paid a yes. ridiculous paid amount a for parking. Yeah. They bought their two drinks. They did all, all the. All the things. And they're like, I'm here to watch Jeff. Yeah, I'm here to watch Jeff. Honestly, just better hope that you go on before Jeff. Yeah, because the, otherwise they're out. <laughs> After Jeff goes on, it's over. They're out. Uh, so this is the season one finale. We've been through 13 episodes. And in this episode, here I have my little handy-dandy thing with all the oh, log lines. Oh, and it's, oh. Edith accepts a dinner invitation from Mrs. Jefferson, but Archie refuses to go and cancels. Uh, so the Jeffersons end up bringing dinner over to the bunkers, except for Mr. Jefferson, who goes to a Mets game instead. Wow, they really give a lot they out. They gave away. They gave away the, the whole the thing. The episode, the reveal. Yeah. Literally the last joke. Spoiler alert. Damn if it. If you haven't seen it, though, the show is 50 years old, so get your life. Yeah, it's really... With, with this, this episode aired in 1971. There it is. Fucking great. There it is. Uh, yeah, so that's basically what happens. They, they start off... They're having dinner. Well, okay, so so let's here's Norman Lear. What, so you've he, seen the show. I've, I've seen the show. I'm well aware of the Lear universe, and and in the 1970s, uh, Norman Lear was basically the kingpin of television. In the same way that Shonda Rhimes has like 18 shows in the game right now, and but Chuck Lorre. Yeah, yeah, but even to a greater extent, because Norman Lear created a universe that was all connected. So, yes. So he was basically showing, trying to show. Uh, every facet of 1960s 70s america wrestling with itself right? yes so you get you get all in the family you get maude you get the jeffersons you get all, all these you shows get one day at a time the right. single mom life right with all these characters who are living their best and worst selves and archie bunker is that dude who's just every racist id that you could possibly have just doing it just do it yeah doing it. yeah um, he's so fascinating in this episode, especially like in this episode, there's so in this one specifically, he's so multifaceted, like he's so nuanced because there's moments where you're like, yeah, he's a fucking racist. And then you're mo there's moments where you're like, why does he do some things? Like, why does he just allow some things to happen? Like, like what I found really striking was Lionel walks into his house mm -hmm. and he's like, sit down, have breakfast. I'm going to go upstairs and shave. Yes. And then the proposition of dinner gets brought up and he's like, no way. I don't want to go to a house with colored people. And then Lionel's, well, Mrs. Jefferson's brother-in-law comes over and sits in his chair and he's like, absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely, not. absolutely not. There's such a nuanced 
kind of like quality about him. But this this is the beauty of white people, though. Well, because, it's the beauty it's, of it's, Norman Lear creating this yeah, character. Yeah, it's like it's like on any individual level, no one is threatening. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you can have one black friend because you can even and I'll, I'll use my own pun, you can tokenize him, right? And you can be like, oh, you're not even black to me. You're not even Polak to me. You're whatever. You, you, might, be, you might be cool enough to be in my circle enough. Or, or I can at least see your humanity enough for me to not freak out. Like, I, yeah. I know you're not a jungle bunny Lionel, and I know that because every time you come over, you're actually smarter than me. Yeah, and he, yeah. And he fucks with him, and he plays with him, and he humors mm-hmm. Archie to an extent. Um but you're absolutely right. There is, he has found a way to humanize Lionel outside of his own prejudice, but still keep and, him, and, and, yeah, but still and, and keep Lionel's, him e- in e- inferior house. to yeah, him. Lionel's yeah, in his house. So in Archie's house, he's the king of the castle. Mm-hmm. So if nothing else, he can look at his wife and be like, stifle. Yeah. Or he can look at his son-in-law and tell a Polak joke and feel superior. Yeah. And all people need to do is feel superior but he can't go to the jefferson's house and be like stifle like that's too much that's one step way too far for him um but yeah in this episode so they're having dinner miss uh edith hasn't told him that she accepted this dinner invitation he comes down he freaks out even though lionel was just there and he's totally cool with it i want to defend archie for a second defend him which is interesting tickets to the mets game yes i would just say this if my man told me we were going to somebody's house, I don't care whose house it was, and he knew I had tickets to WrestleMania or some shit like that, I'm not going. I'm not yeah. I'm not doing it. Now, yeah. Edith had been like, you know, we can't come tonight, but tomorrow, yes, different story altogether. Yeah, but it's that, I mean, why does he do the dinner? Because, here's, here's, here's the thing. No one wants to seem racist. No, that's exactly even it. Even if you are racist. Because he even when the petition gets when when mm-hmm. he when when Henry sees the petition, he he's like, put it away. They keep throwing this under uh-huh. my door, and it's like, uh-huh. okay, so you don't. But and then right after that gets into a racist discussion, and it's just right. It blows because up. he he knows on some fundamental level, he's got no leg to stand on. No, of course not. He's just he's arguing out of his ass. And that's yeah. what most people do. They just argue out of their butt. But I find it interesting that Lionel is the smartest character in the show, mm-hmm. always. And yet Henry is kind of just as dumb as Archie. Yeah. Which is so fascinating. Yeah, because black people aren't, aren't better. And we that's just, exactly we, yeah, the point yeah, that, that they're trying to make. We just haven't had as, as many advantages in this country because, you know, exactly. shit like slavery. Well, and the but point, we, and the point, I mean, the point of, the, of like, he, Archie's like, we're, well, we're smarter, we're superior, and then... You know, Henry comes in with, we're smarter, we're sp- look at the way we're built, and then both of them, through that, just come out inferior, mm-hmm. which is hilarious, and mm-hmm. that's so nuanced and so great. I mean, it's just great writing. Yeah, living on, living on the stereotypes of what, what, you, what you think makes your ethnicity superior. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, there's also, okay, I just want to point out, there is the discussion at the very beginning of the episode of him reading from the Bible and just saying that evolution doesn't exist and it's not real, which is so funny to me because, like, again, 50 years later, we're still kind of having the same discussion. Well, so, so I don't know if you know this about me, but my degree is in religion. And before, oh, yeah, I did know before that. Before I uh, decided to be a comic, I was well on my way to being a Baptist minister. And, and one of the things that snapped me out of it was just not being able to justify uh, 
the silliness of some of the, the stories and how they play out with what I know about reality. And, and just not enough people come into the conclusion that there might be some sort of like figurative or, or literary lesson to be gained or that it actually is kind of all bullshit told from a specific worldview to, to propagandize a specific message. So mm -hmm. I just I just for me I had to let it go. Yeah. But I, I, I grew up with people who were as convicted about this uh, six days the world came together thing as as Archie Bunker and it's, it's just it's a it's a really interesting thing to think that uh, all, all the evidence that points to how things adapt over time how how even human beings change over time and why why even if you believe in God you couldn't believe in, in some sort of ordained evolution that allowed for everything we actually know about science to be true mm -hmm. so uh, I, I, I pity people, honestly, who, who believe anything too fundamentally. And, and because we live in America, like it's, it's kind of funny, like, oh, yeah, God, six days. Like we're civilized to the point where we're not blowing each other up necessarily every other day. But there are other parts of the world where people believe in their book just as fundamentally and they're killing each other over it. Yeah, well, and then they bring up that yeah. right after because Michael says, you know, well, don't use religion to justify these stupid things that you believe in. And it's like, you know, people do blame, you know, terrorists for using Islam. And it's like, that's not real. That's not, that's just something that they, you know, hide behind. But it's like, you can't put a whole religion down. You can't put all of Islam down because, you know, four people were like, we did this in the name of Islam. That's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? That's yeah, not. It's, it's just, you know. You know, because... It's there. There are people who, uh, there are people who read Harry Potter, and there are people who run around and play human Quidditch. They just the, live that's it, they the take thing. It too far. They take it too. Okay, it's, it's I loved Harry it's Potter. Cute if it's Quidditch, is not cute if it's, it's religion. That's the thing. It's not cute if it's you know it, terrorism yeah. in the name of religion. But you know religion and this and that. I'm like, what the? What are we all talking? You know what I mean? We. Haven't we figured this out? Nope. And we haven't, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's um, still a generation that needs to die out first. But I don't think that that's true. I think that, because the, the, the point, kind of the show is like, you know, these two different generations living in the same house together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're kind of in a similar time period of like two very different generations trying to live together. Just like in workspaces or even in families. Oh yeah, there, there's. I, so I, I think there's always going to be that. I hope. I maybe. I, I hope, hope not. I hope not. I just. I'm. I'm really hopeful that the generation that is Donald Trump and not everyone of that generation is is bad or crazy. So, no, 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 no. But just that that era, which I think represents a different way that. Uh, People thought about power. People thought about uh, who who should have access to stuff, um, and that plays itself out over race, over sex, certainly, um, over all, all these kinds of things. I, I think when that generation dies out, and the millennials are the ones in positions of power by mm -hmm. and large, I'm really hopeful that we can just move past some of this yes. shit. No, I hope so. I hope so. I think that seeing the parallels of this show to now it's hard 
to hope that. Yeah. Because you see, you, I'm watching the show and I'm like, holy shit, we're having, it's the same fucking world we're living in. And so it's hard to like be like, oh, it's going to change. And I think part of me is like, it's comforting to know that it has it. And then there's also like a dread of like, holy shit, we're just going to keep we're fighting keep about the same fucking shit. bullshit. Uh, it's horrifying. It's really horrifying. Yeah. But I, I just, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I see, you know, like what happened in Charlottesville. You think about stupid, like broy idiots and their tiki torches. It's like, it's so passe. You yeah. Know what I mean, like there, there, are, there are definitely ways that people are racist and, and bigoted and sexist that are subtle and you can kind of miss, but like this, this level of, of racism, I feel like we're, it's just, it's just, it's not a good look. I mean, it's not. People, yeah, there are people who it's do true. it. It's true. It's, it's there are people that do it. Do you know what's funny about the tiki torches? Is okay. So I bought one of those tiki torches July Fourth weekend. This was months before this even happened. Uh-huh. The Charlottesville thing. So I bought this tiki torch and I had it in my because I went to a barbecue. I had it in my car and then I just like left it in my car. Oh, I like no. don't know why. I just like couldn't just bring it out to recycling. Yeah. I just kept it. Just was in the back seat. I could barely even see it. And it was the one with the American flag like oh, painted no. on it too. It was like the oh, July Fourth no. barbecue one. Oh, no. And so months later, and then I got a buzz cut one weekend, <laughs> and I went downtown. And my friend gets in my car and he just goes, "Gus, are you a white supremacist?" And oh, I was like, "My God." No, why? And he was like, well, you just got a buzz cut and there's a tiki torch with the American flag in the back of your car and Charlottesville just happened like the day before. And I was like, no, but how am I going to get rid of it? Because I couldn't, (laughs) like, I couldn't leave it at work because if like someone just like, if there was cameras and someone's like watching me like, Pull out you a tiki have, torch. You called me. We could have made the most hilarious I mean, viral video. It was ridiculous. And then took your tiki torch. My building manager is black in this building, so I didn't want to like uh, leave it in the recycling and have her think like, "Oh my god, there's a white supremacist in the building." <laughs> She's slipping letters out of the door. <laughs> like... If you left that tiki torch, so I was like, I can't. So at one. Honestly, one day I just drove through Van Nuys and just threw it out the window. I'm not kidding. I just drew and like just kept going in like my silver Prius and just kept fucking driving away. Um, oh anyway, God. side story. But that yeah, seems yeah. like one of the more appropriate neighborhoods. I feel like that would be kind of like that would totally happen to Michael. I feel like if he owned a car. And he, <laughs> Sally Struthers would definitely, oh, no, actually God. Edith would definitely get herself into that situation. Yeah, she for sure would. She for sure would be in the, like, it's going to the supermarket and be like, there's a tiki torch in my car. Oh my God. Um, okay. What are your favorite TV shows is what I want to know. Um, okay. So the show that I watch the most is the Golden Girls. Well, yeah, because you're gay. I'm a homosexual. Yes. I'm sorry. I haven't been whispering. Um, <laughs> I would I would say the show that emotionally resonates most with me is Martin. Uh huh. Um, I I I think Seinfeld is probably the best, is the most well well put together sitcom. Yep. So I, I come back to it often. Um, I mean, you know, I love I love Lucy. The cl- I like classic shit. There's I like just, classic there's not, shit. There's not a ton of new sitcoms that keep me for very long. Yeah. I feel like after like two or three, yeah. I'm like, eh, I'm done I, with I'm this. In, I'm into adult cartoons. I think South Park is one of the greatest things that's happened to, to mm-hmm. us. Um, I like BoJack Horseman. Yeah. I need, I, need, I need to get back to it. It's very uh, industry heavy, so it's hard to be like, it's hard to one, you know, kind of like remove yourself from that and also to recommend it to people that yeah, aren't in the industry because yeah. it's like, yeah, I find it funny, but it's 
so industry specific, specific that I'm like, yeah, cool. I mean, anyone can do that, really. Yeah, I think the best new new-ish show that's that's funny, I suppose, that I've seen in a long time is Glow. Okay. Uh, I I poured through the first season. Full disclosure, I am a wrestling fan, so there's just, oh, there's, okay. just a good amount of just like inside baseball that that's fun. Okay. But. Uh, it's really not about the wrestling. It's about this story of how these characters come to be and how the show comes to be. Um, and they're so well well written. It's it's the first time that I've seen a locker room scene directed by a female that I, that I can okay. remember. So just the, the way that they interact, even with tits out, like all of it, it's just, it's very different. Yeah, than how, I agree how with that. How a man would do, how, uh, like... Showgirls is probably my favorite guilty pleasure. That's but, who isn't? You know, right. Who's isn't? Yeah. Right. But like thinking about thinking about them in the locker room talking about their tits and eating chips and all this kind of stupid shit versus the way they handle female conversations, getting dressed or whatever in this. I, just, I, I felt like I almost felt like an intruder watching Glow. I will say I have some issues with Glow because, uh, well, I mean, mostly my issues with Glow are the people that liked glow that were like it's the greatest thing in the world that i'm like uh, let's let's thing. calm down yeah. people were like it's the most feminist show of all time and i'm like let's calm down because the the most fleshed out character on that show is the Nightmare. man and the two female leads are literally arguing over a man the entire time like the main arc of the first season is them arguing up, over her, her yeah, the husband sure. drama sure. and i'm like yeah like females wrestling but like also let's acknowledge that this is also problematic at the same time but i did enjoy it uh, yeah i i thought i enjoyed I, it i think i think that's true i think mark Marin is a fantastic character i think he's perfectly cast i think he is the only man on that show who's drawn with more than one dimension which is an interesting yeah thing. All, all the men otherwise are just prop pieces for the women to sure act around which is, I, I don't know, it's kind of, it's, it's a good change of pace. I, I think people feel so strongly about Glow or about Wonder Woman and they want to they attach all their hopes and dreams to it because there's just not enough offering. We just, you don't that get is enough, true. You know, you know what I mean? That like is when, true. When you get to the point where it's like, oh, there are seven new shows that are about like super funny badass females who don't yes. need a man who or just what i not not yeah. even just on some but i think shit, there is a slight we're, we're um there. i think we're getting there but i think there's also a slight ignorance when it comes to it because it's like you know sh because norman lear and because shows in the 70s had all this mm -hmm. and yet people have just somehow forgotten that like mary tyler moore and and mm -hmm. and wrote it you know changed mm -hmm. the fucking game mm -hmm. but it's like i mean that's just you know the sign well, of the I times mean, yeah, our society is more segregated now than it was before brown versus the board of education like we, we, we it's, ret we've retreated to our we own, have yeah, retreated yeah. in a really crazy way yeah, so like the jeffersons was on for mm -hmm. 11 years and that wasn't a stereotypical black family no. the jeffersons was a nuanced black family yeah yeah yeah. Good times was a stereotypical black. That was a mess, kind of, and, and they acknowledge yeah. that. And that's why uh, uh, Jane, John Amos left left the show. Yeah, actually. but the Jeffersons was, you know, that was that also was Norman Lear. Also Norman Lear, but again, a nuanced look at, at a black family living mm -hmm. in America. A very specific life, and if you think about uh, Florida, 
Florida Evan some good times and her interactions with Mon, mm-hmm. how how she plays uh, a role throughout that show. She she kind of serves the same role that Lila does in terms of just really checking this white bitch on her privilege yeah. and, and and really just putting her back in back in place. Yeah, like, you know, because there, there are a lot of liberals who feel like they're they're part of the problem. Who are actually, well, and that's why I love Mon because she is so. She is so that perfect liberal uh-huh, that uh-huh. has so much white privilege uh-huh. that like th- thinks they're somehow still really superior to everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? She is Archie, but with like the mindset of letting of, of the mindset of open mindedness right. of still right. being and then still being close. Yeah, and I know yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. like that that are my age. A ton of people. You know, super woke people that are like blah blah blah. And then I show up to their birthday parties, and their birthday parties are just all white people that look like them. And I'm like, um. Aren't you woke? Why am I the only gay man here? I had a friend tell me yesterday, like, hey, you know, I feel like sometimes when, like, me and our, like, group hang out, like, you're the minority. And I'm like, and he's like, it's kind of strange because you shouldn't be. And I'm like, yeah, that is fucking weird. I'm a white man. Like, just being gay shouldn't make me the only Mm -hmm. minority in this friend group. Mm -hmm. It's fucking strange. But, yeah, no, you're right. We, We have kind of retreated in a way. Because I think I think a lot of us are afraid, afraid of uncomfortable situations. Like when I yeah. when I was in college, uh, the late Justice Antonin Scalia spoke, and that was fantastic. I agree with anything he had to say, but it's also really hard to argue with a Supreme Court justice about the law. Yeah, and and just hearing his perspective and why really makes you challenge what you believe. Mm-hmm. But so many of us are just like. I watch I watch my news on one channel. I That's don't, the thing I don't. is is when when Trump did get elected and everyone was like, "Well, the bubble, the bubble." I'm like, "Yeah, it it does exist. Mm-hmm. We we have put ourselves in it's this bubble." bubble. Now this fool is denying that. I, I yeah, I, I don't even. We we have. I mean, we yeah. do. We kind of go through life putting putting. I mean, I think it's also because, you know, p- liberal white woke people sometimes are g- raised in a conservative environment. And so it's hard when they grow up to kind of like let all of that go mm-hmm. because because of nature versus and because of microaggressions and because it's like just built in them at, at some point like it's hard to reverse the psychological nature of how they were raised and so it's like mm, yeah, it's hard but, but no no one expects you to be perfect no no no, no. I, you know I, I I'm predisposed to not liking white people. Especially straight white, me too. Especially okay. straight, straight white men. Like I have, I have. You have to kind of prove yourself to me. Yeah, and that's my own prejudice. But I've just, you know, lived in this body for thirty-five years. I kind of have a sense of how the world works. So if you're of a certain age, of a certain demographic, I, absolutely, you have, you, have, you have to earn it. But that's not. But you're. But that's. I mean, that's kind of smart. You know what I mean? That's what. That's kind of how Lionel would approach the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he wouldn't. Because that's how, he knows that what Archie is, and so he goes into every scene knowing that and fucking with him, and because he knows the way the world, yeah. like he plays the yeah. game. Yeah, you have you have to play, especially as, as a minority. You have to for self pre- protection. Yeah, you got to be able to play the game. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, you can't get mad at shit. Like people want to people want to take offense all the time. Like Archie's a dime a dozen, but yeah. Lionel's not. Yeah, and there's there's power in that if, mm-hmm. if Lionel recognizes that. So, absolutely. Um, so okay, <laughs> I always ask people on this podcast, do you believe Archie's a clear cut racist? 
And it's okay to just say yes, because I think the answer is yes. No, I, I, I don't think he is. I think I, he's, I, I think, okay. I think Ar- Archie is... We always, everyone always gives a different answer, yeah. and I feel like I also give a different answer yeah. every episode, and I, it's, I, I, I'm confusing I, myself. I pity Archie Bunker, because I, I understand, I think, a great truth, that, that Archie, Archie represents that, that is actually the reason why there are a lot of blue-collar white people in America who vote against their own interests is that this country was was if it wasn't built for you 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 cleared out what was here before you paved paradise and you put your own parking lot here. Mm-hmm. so the rules of this country were designed for the success of white people everything from shipping free labor from Africa mm-hmm. to eliminating the native population to writing the rules. All of it was designed for you to be the alpha creatures on this, this hemisphere. And now we're at a point, and they were certainly at a point uh, in the times that All in the Family depicts where there are people who look differently than you who are starting to get things that you used to have and and simply because it's fair for them to have it mm-hmm. but that hasn't been what the reality is if if you if you're used to getting 200 for passing go every time and now i'm like no you only get 100 you'll be mad about it regardless of of how more equal that is so i think archie is caught up in feeling like he's a dinosaur in, in a time when the dinosaurs are going extinct. Mm-hmm. And, and that projects itself in, in the most stereotypical terms. He hates everything that's not like him. Mm-hmm. But when you break it down on a one-to-one level, he's good with people. The reason he hates Michael is not because he's Polak, is because he's fucking his daughter. And then he has a disagree on politics. And he's annoying yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. you know, Because Michael isn't the most, like, I would feel like, I would get Michael's argument. the worst. Michael's fucking he's annoying. That's why he's yeah. so perfectly yeah. cast and written yeah. is he's because, yeah, he's liberal and you agree with him most of the time, but you also are just like, shut he's the a, yeah, fuck he's, up. He's a, he's a pussy. He's yeah. a bum. He doesn't do it. Yeah, and he's lazy sure. yeah. and he's like in college for like ever. Uh-huh. And you're like, what are you fucking, uh-huh. get a job. At uh-huh. one point, even even like people watching it are like, get a fucking he's job. But you're like, oh wait, he's the liberal. Uh-huh. You know, I have to agree with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he is, Archie is a product of his time. And, I mean, he is, like, he is my uncle. Like, he's yeah. my it's, Uncle it's Nick to like a T. It's if, scary. If you are mad at the dog for biting, then you shouldn't have a dog. That's what dogs Well, do and bite. I think Especially with, with Archie mad. is also, like, yeah, he says all these things and does all these things, and yet he has three helpings mm-hmm. of the food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end, of, that mm-hmm. Mrs. Jefferson cooks at the end of the day. It's also a... It's also, uh, I haven't ever really experienced this right. in my life. Yeah. And so now I'm opening my mind. Uh-huh. He's kind of, like... I mean, I don't want to say he's my mother because my mother d- doesn't say the things that Archie says. But my mom is like... It's afraid of new experience. My mom moved to America. Yeah. Came here, you know, 1984, doesn't speak English. Still to this day, does not speak English. And, and she moved to America, did the whole thing, but only goes to Greek diners, only goes to Greek restaurants, wow. only cooks Greek food still for years and years and years. And then eventually she started learning, like, 
you know, we didn't have traditional Thanksgiving dinner until I was like 10. No. And then we had like a turkey. And then eventually, as the years went on, we added stuffing. And then we added <laughs> gravy. And then we added like sweet potatoes. We didn't have sweet potatoes in my house until we were like 17. Oh my God. Until so I was 17. So and I'm the youngest. Food. And so even, I mean, I didn't have uh, like green bean casserole and sweet potato casserole and like sweet potato pie and, th- and all that stuff until I moved to LA and I hadn't had a friend's giving, you know? But it's so strange because my mom is just like Archie. She's just never experienced it and doesn't want to and wants to be stuck in her little Greek bubble and only go to Greek restaurants. And every once in a while we'll take her out to like a Chinese place and she'll be like, this is so good. This is amazing. And we'll be like, yeah, mom, that's why we do this. We go to Chinese food all the <laughs> you time. You can do this whenever you want You can to. eat yeah. pho. You can have sushi. Uh-huh. You won't be any less Greek. Yeah. But when, if, if you're a fish that's been in a tank and someone's like, here's the ocean, what do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's comfort in captivity. And, and like, on, on some level, that when, when you're closed off from new experiences, that's, that's what that is. Yeah. It's just like, how, how great is your ambition? So I, I wish, quite frankly, that I, sometimes I could just, like, be comfortable. Like, I had a really good nine to five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like paying taxes, just one vacation every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Just like maybe we'll go to Canada next year. Maybe you know? we'll don't yeah. do bye. Yeah. <laughs> and something. twenty. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll we'll save. Yeah. Something. I just I can't live that life. Yeah. I've seen the ocean, so I I I, so I think it's a different way to live. Uh, there's a lot of good food though. There's so many good experiences. Like, you know, I think you limit yeah. yourself. But Archie, like LA does it all the time. Like if you're on Grinder and shit like that, like the amount of people who are just like white only, mask. We did. Only, we well, we had we talked about this, this with Teddy Margus. Uh, of yeah, I just saw a profile today that said whites. Sorry, whites only. Not even white <laughs> only. Whites, whites only. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. oh, I'm sorry. Am I in? Am I in all the family? What's going on? It was so. Sorry, just a preference. So, and then and then he said, "Sorry, it's just a preference." And I was like, "And and because that was today." Here's a tip for for any of you listening out there. Here's a tip: you can have your preference. I'm, I can't even be mad at it. Just don't put it in writing. Don't don't literally just don't put it in writing. You don't have the say it out loud. Of ignoring every brother that hits on you. Just take don't a walk say on the wild it. side from from yeah. from time to time. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I took a walk on the wild <laughs> side about two years ago. Not for the first time, but but that that was a very uh, that was a wild side. That, yeah, that's and that was that's probably a different podcast. Now I have no preferences. <laughs> let me tell you. Now I swipe through. Sorry. I'm going. I go on Grinder and I'm like, these are all fine for me. Hilarious. I'm good. Hilarious. I'm good. Yeah. No. The, I mean, it's yeah. You can't even argue that like you can't even argue that racism is dead in Los Angeles because everyone's so liberal. And that's scary to me. LA is one of the most racist cities. I know. Segregated throughout. People are... Gentrification in LA has segregated... Like, it might be... Because people... I mean, statistically, it's the most diverse uh, city. Their own own neighborhoods, their own tribes. But gentrification has made it that, like, yeah, well, it's diverse, but they're all that way. Yeah. And they're all yeah. that way, mm-hmm. and in Santa Clarita yeah, yeah, and North and Boyle Heights. yeah, Boyle Heights, uh-huh. and and you know Eagle uh-huh. Rock ten years uh-huh. ago, you know, uh-huh. but and yet it's still statistically the most diverse, and you know it's bullshit. It's so fucking racist at the end of the day, 
Anyway. I think that's just America. That is just America. But people that put themselves in that, that LA bubble and they're like, we're so woke, we're so not racist, we're so progressive. I'm like, let's fucking back yeah, up. Let's, let's back up and, and... Try this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it's funny because Edith is the same as Archie and yet is not Archie. Well, but she she also doesn't... There's an, she doesn't have anything, right? She yes. she's a woman in the is the fifties. That's the so, thing. So she's like, she's a woman, and yeah, it's like Archie feels behooved because he's a white man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's the alpha alpha predator. Edith just has to kind of take the scraps, and she's not that smart, and she has very little confidence. And end of the day, she just it doesn't. She's so dumb that it doesn't make sense for her to hate anybody. Yeah, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like, kids don't really hate people. You have to be taught to hate. That's, that's you know the thing. You know what I mean? And, and she, I, she just hasn't... And that's why Archie is such a product of his time, because mm-hmm. he was taught mm-hmm. by his family and his experiences. And that fucking sucks, you sure. know? And so if we can, you know, if we can all be Edith and just be dumb our whole lives, then, maybe the world yeah. would be a better place. But it's like, you look, at, you look at Gloria, who's Archie's kid, and she marries... Uh, a liberal mm-hmm. and she's living in that same house product of Archie Bunker. She's like, no, this is, this is bullshit. So yeah. You don't have to be your parents. No, you don't. You don't have you don't. to take the messages that you're given, but you can understand your parents. For Cause sure. I think she really does at the end of the day, even Michael to a certain extent. Cause uh, you know, they reach a point even throughout this episode a lot where they're arguing and arguing and arguing. And then they're just like, fuck it. I can't, we're going to the mm-hmm. kitchen. I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. Cause they know they understand. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love the most about this episode is the, is the first time in the series. I mean, with Lionel, it's different because he always outsmarts him. But it's the first time in the series where Archie really comes face to face with a black man that's his age. That has the complete opposite opinion. And they really go at it. And I thought that was really interesting. And no, they they go at it. They go at it because they've been living in this. They've been living parallel lives. They've yes. been living in, in in two different Americas, which I think is the experience of uh, just a lot a lot of people. And and it's like the things you have to do as a as a person of color just to get to the same. I mean, like th- think about this from the Jefferson's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. They had to move on up. To get to Archie's level, and, and Archie, Archie, and Archie is a bump. Archie is Archie's he's, not he's, living he's in the greatest house. Or just whatever, and his it's house isn't yeah, great. You know no. what I mean? Like you have to acknowledge, like Roseanne was the first kind of working class family, like kind of. Well, it was lower middle class, but you know this is yeah, the bunkers are not. They're not. The bunkers aren't gluten in any situation, and the Jeffersons had to move on up to even get to their neighborhood. Yes, to even just because the property value of being white is so high. Yeah. So like, think, think about that dynamic coming into the conversation when, when they really start, start butting heads, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They've been living in two different Americas, having this experience, and, and you have to tell yourself a well, certain story to get by. And not just that, he walks in and he immediately sees a petition to get him removed uh-huh. from, the, from the premises, uh-huh. you know? It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, I, loved, I just love how the argument ends with them just going <laughs> at each other, because that... That sums it all up. That is. That sums yeah. it. That sums America up. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it really does in a sick, fucking twisted way. It sums all of America up. Just comes down to two people doing that over and over again. Yeah. Well, because if you think about it, until it, food's placed in front yeah. of them, you know, America's unique, but it's getting less and less unique. Because like 
you live in South Korea, there's not too many brothers who are moving there. Yeah, when I mean, people don't acknowledge how much, first of all, smaller and simpler it must be in other countries to work shit out like that. For sure. So, I mean, yeah, we can we can have one healthcare system or one, one education system, but look at one, how fucking huge this country is. And yeah, first, two, first, we have to all agree. We have to agree on who is a valid American. Yes. First. And we haven't actually we haven't gotten there yet. And then two, you have to really you have to realize like America, every different part of America performs a different function. Mm-hmm. There's big cities, there's farms, there's this people. Some people need daylight savings time. Some people fucking don't. It's we can't get on the same page it's too big and so don't come at me with viral videos about how the fucking lunch food in italy is better than it is in america i don't want to hear your shit okay we have it hard here okay we're surrounded by big water we're surrounded by like so many issues i don't want to get intense yeah it's a lot it's a lot yeah but i love this episode I really do. Yeah, no, it's. I think. I think if you're new to All in the Family, which I am not, but if you are, I think it sums up basically what you can expect for the whole yeah. show. Well, you the pilot watch. is pitch perfect yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's very. But strange. if you're gonna watch like a second episode just to get more of like a feel yeah. for like what it is week to week, this is a great one. It's it's the absurdity of racism. Yeah. And and fundamentalism and and all of the isms. Yes. And it's it's at the end of the day it is it's just all which is. is a great way to end it but also they find the funny in this episode in a great way with fucking edith's fucking ankle because she's so funny edith is gene stapleton just the gem brilliant playing a brilliant playing that stupid and just keeping that facade up yes and just being on all the time she yeah she she's was, absolutely incredible she's one of the greatest. and it's not even just what she does or says some like really they there is a shot in this where they cut to her standing and it's hilarious yeah. because of just it's just, just her, her you know her yeah aura. she's living in this character so much yeah for absolutely sure. for sure all right thanks for joining me thank you for having me so where can we find you online um so the website is double minority report.com boom it's because um, you're black and gay it's because i'm black and gay and because I beat someone else to the trademark, so there. That's is. why we didn't go to your apartment to, to record this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Um, uh, you can find me on the gram at Taken by Token, or cool. on Facebook and Twitter at Spoken by Token. And uh, yeah, check out the album Insert Token. Awesome. All right, thank you guys for listening. This has been all in the podcast. Bye. All in the Family was recorded on tape before a live audience. 